This is Raz, and welcome to the Razcast. What is this? Armchair conversations with people from different walks of life about different topics like art, life, spirituality, whatever the else hell comes up. This is both a documentation of life and excuse to talk to friends. And I talked to a good friend of mine today. What's up, people? On this episode of the podcast, I have a good friend of mine, Skylar Allen, who is a rock rap artist who I met in college who now does really cool stuff, talk about anime, we talk about AMVs, which he's part of that community, we talk about YouTube rap, we end up randomly just, you know, having a really good conversation, discussing things, bring up a little bit of my past, a lot of his past, it was really dope, um, yeah, just enjoy the interview guys, this is a good one, sit back, enjoy a really good conversation, remember to subscribe, go tell a friend, and I know you guys enjoy this one, so here you go. Welcome back to the Razzcast, and this time I have a dope-ass guest, uh, Mr. Skylar Allen. Welcome. Welcome to the Razzcast. Thank you. I appreciate it, Raz. Thanks for having me on. For for people who don't know who you are, because I have a small-as-fuck audience, um, and yeah. other things, uh, if you wouldn't mind telling the audience a little about yourself and who you are and what you do and all those things. Yeah, um, so I'm 23 years old. I'm from a small town in the middle of nowhere in New Hampshire. It's called Sandwich, New Hampshire. And I make music, I guess, mostly in the rap, sort of towards the like rap rock genre. Um, I do most of my own mixing, um, with the exception of a few songs. Uh, Let's see, I, I've been getting more into producing lately. And yeah, I went to school with Raz at uh, Loyola University in New Orleans. And I met a ton of people there who inspired me to kind of keep going on the path that I've been. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just still doing, I'm working on a bunch of new music. And I would say like some of my main influences are maybe like, I like, Linkin Park a lot. I think their like Hybrid Theory album was kind of what got me into music in the first place. That's an amazing album. Yeah, dude, that that song is or that album is crazy. I remember hearing like that song Forgotten and that was like one of the first songs I ever heard that I was like, damn. Like I wish I could make something like this. And I'm I'm big into like the underground SoundCloud scene sort of like uh I don't know, I listen to a whole bunch of different it's hard to kind of pin down a couple, but like, I don't know. I was super into like Lil Peep, like Goth Boy Click, Lil Tracy, uh, Young Goth. I, I listened to all them, not as much nowadays, but they were big inspirations to me at one point. Nice, nice. I, that's, that's very interesting because I have, I have that same type of thing where there's people who, I don't listen to but got me into music like there's some people i do still listen to but like the the funny thing i i'm one of those people who uh i the re one not the main re, not the main reason but one of the reasons i ended up going to loyola was because of g easy um <laughs> <laughs> because i heard things that he made while at loyola and i was like wow this is really cool um and i was like yeah this is like a dude in college i was like wow that's awesome then i went and met people who knew him and they were like yeah you mean gerald <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's one thing that I always think about. I'm like, yeah, it's very interesting how even if 
you might not listen to people like as time goes on, but they're the people who end up inspiring you to basically make music, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, I definitely had heard of him before I went to Loyola. Uh, I remember like, I don't know, I heard some song in like eighth grade. My friend was super into him and he showed me some song with like Hoodie Allen. Yep, Hoodie, Hoodie Allen's another mother, yeah. another one, <laughs> another motherfucker I used to listen to. And I was like, wow, I I know these songs way too well. I don't listen to them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I used to listen. I used to, that whole like, uh, I actually, I forgot to mention them like in eighth grade around like maybe freshman year of high school. I don't know. I used to be big into like, like the SoundCloud fucking, <laughs> yeah, they were kind of like, they were like a separate, like less dark version of like the stuff I kind of listen to now. They're, they're like, uh, like fucking Kyle, mm-hmm. uh, Hoodie Allen, uh, G easy, Skizzy Mars. Skizzy I used to Mars. love Skizzy oh, Mars. Yes. Yeah. I used to love his stuff. I haven't really liked any of his newer stuff. But I that like his older albums like phases and like pace, they always hold like a special place in my heart because it's like reminds me of a time when I was like trying to learn how to make music. And I used to like look up to those dudes like crazy. But now the stuff I make sounds nothing like their stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, that's one of those cool things of like what inspires you. You'll like never get like some people are very surprised when I tell them I'm like, yeah, no, I'm really into like alternative music and like that type of stuff. You're like, yeah, but you like hip hop. It's like, yeah, but it's still good music. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I used to, I thought that like, like that older stuff is like some like nostalgic, like nostalgic listening to it's, but it's very different now than like the type of stuff that, I'm into I'd say like coming to New Orleans expanded my music taste a lot I was I didn't even know a whole lot of the different like underground communities and stuff that I do now before um meeting people in college who kind of introduced me to it I mean that thank thankfully that's the point of college expand that environment you know supposedly yeah for sure (laughs) for sure no it's it's interesting though it's like Definitely, like a couple years ago, did wouldn't think I would be making the type of stuff I am now. But it's nice because I've kind of like figured out sort of. I do a bunch of different types of music, but I'd say like you can kind of put it under one. Like it all kind of has a similar vibe to it. Yeah, like you, you, because you definitely have like developed or starting to definitely develop your own like style. And then it's like, oh, this is this is definitely this his type of song kind of thing, you know. Yeah, dude, I remember you recorded the first song I ever recorded in Loyola. I'm pretty sure it's me and Fat Prezi. Do you, oh you remember God. that yeah. song? I, <laughs> I don't remember the song, but I remember the moment <laughs> slightly. Yeah, I, it was some totally different stuff of like, like I don't know. I just felt like my stuff back then was so like I was just trying so hard to like be good at rapping. Like I don't know, it's like you could tell. I wanted to like be, it was all about like, oh, flow, lyrics. Da, 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 da. Now it's more kind of about the overall sound, I would say. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, uh, you know, that at least shows like you have, you how you have changed even as like an artist and like as a musician and like as a producer, you know, because like that takes some, I would say like time and like realization of like, oh, you can like nitpick the small details, but then 
as time goes on, if nothing comes out or if it doesn't sound good overall, then it doesn't matter because, you know, there's like uh there's like one song. I don't remember what song it was, but a song came out like not that long ago. And me and my friends were like who are like really, really into like music and know like a lot of musical theory. We're like, wow, this is musically theory, a great song. And it was like, yeah, it's all right song. Yeah. Yeah. Like music, like music theory versus music is totally like, I don't know. I'm glad I have an understanding of music theory, but I, I don't know it all too well. It's, I just know like notes, chords, you know, it's good to have a basic understanding I would say, but it's definitely like, I don't know. I feel like so many people who do music have, they just like, this sounds good. Like, I'm going to add this or whatever, instead of sort of like thinking about, okay, this is an A minor. This is a A natural. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's definitely like a, well, I mean, that makes it, you know, art, you know, if it's a, if it doesn't yeah. feel good, then it doesn't matter how technically it is. It's like, if this doesn't make me want to like replay this on repeat for any reason, whether it's sad, happy, whatever, then there's no reason that I want to enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot about like the overall feel of it, I would say. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to talk. I slightly just want to talk about the Slinkin Park hybrid theory. <laughs> now that you, yeah, dude, hybrid theory and Meteora, those are two of my favorites. Because I listened to that. I listened to Linkin Park a good bit. Um, definitely that plus the one of my favorite albums is the one they did with Jay Z, the remix with Jay Z album. And I just oh, that one's so sick. Oh, just that all all the time. Um, cause I, I definitely look up to JC as like inspirational wise. And so that was like a, that was like, oh, amazing band. And so what I look up to, this is exactly what I need. Just play yeah. that on repeat all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. Uh, the reanimation album, it's like hybrid theory, but they put a bunch of like different rappers on the songs. Like if like black thought, um, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, like you said before, uh it's like a whole bunch of cool songs and I, that's what i liked so much about it that was kind of like i would say i wasn't even into rap until i heard this is like i'd say like i heard like lincoln park because i was super into metal and like hard rock and like you know stuff like that and then i kind of like started listening to more stuff with rap influence and then that was kind of how i got into rap more because i just liked so much how like it would go from like a heavy like chorus with like impressive vocals and like guitars and then it would go into like a break beat or something and then it would i don't know i just like like i love how the two energies kind of combine oh yeah that was there's definitely like the a very common energy about rock and rap and all that that's like every time as like just a class classic example of things that every time come together it just literally becomes better like whatever, like usually whatever comes out is really, 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 really good. Yeah, definitely. I, I'd say I kind of like started going from there to then listening to, like, every every, you know, person has gone through like an Eminem phase, like you Lil have Wayne. To. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as corny as it is, he's kind of like he is legendary in in you know some respect. Uh, but yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't discount how much of an impact he's had. But then I don't know. I used to listen to a bunch of Drake too, but uh, not so much these days. Yeah. Drake as a 
artist producer has t- changed a lot compared to what he used to be. At least yeah. last, whenever the first time I heard of Drake. Yeah, I like got into him when he like not super early, but when he released like Thank Me Later, mm-hmm. that album. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. And then I liked So Far Gone. And I went through a phase of time where I liked B.O.B. a lot, too, if you Say, remember that. Yeah. yeah. No, you know who found B.O.B.? Who? Our, our, our former professor, U.P., is one of the... Is, really? Is, yeah, is one of the people who he gave... B.O.B. gave him and one of his friends, you know, the 20 million mixtapes that they used to give people. Wow. And so they were just going through it. And then they found his, and then they gave his to... I don't remember who he signed with, but they gave that to him. And then that's how B.O.B. became B.O.B. That's crazy. I, did, I had no idea that U.P. knew him. Yeah. Slightly. A uh, little bit. Slightly. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I used to think his stuff was, was pretty good. Doesn't it stand for, like, battery-operated boyfriend or something? I have no idea. I never looked into I thought, it. I was like, his name is Bob, right? <laughs> yeah. Were you, were you ever into uh, Tech 9 or anyone, like, strange music? I listened to a little bit of Tech 9. I didn't get that far. I definitely like diverge more on that, like not in the rap as much as the rap part of it, but more definitely rock part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I always thought his stuff was cool. I listened to like strange music and like funk volume, like mm-hmm. Hobson. I used to be Hobson. super I into that. I did listen that, to a too. lot of Hobson. Hobson was great. <laughs> yeah, Hobson's sick. I I used to like religiously wait on those ill minds to drop. Mm-hmm. And I also was into those ciphers. Um, the ciphers were great. Yeah, one of the first like things that really got me into like recording stuff. I used to make all my stuff and put it all on YouTube, and uh, I really liked those. You ever see Team Backpack Cipher? That sounds so familiar. I feel like I have because <laughs> I used to watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, they were they were like really big in the YouTube cipher scene for like kind of like youtube rappers and uh they had a whole bunch of people but they did this like event in la and i went there and i was like part of the event i one of those like things where they have a bunch of people go up to the mic and spit their spit their toughest verse or whatever yeah yeah. uh (laughs) and i did that and that like kind of that was kind of how i got into like the whole like internet community because i met a bunch of people there and then there, we would all just like stay in touch. And but it was very much like old school hip hop, like bars over everything. Like no one writes hooks. It's all bars, you know, <laughs> straight bars. <laughs> yeah, straight bars, nothing else. And yeah, that was that was cool. Um, that was kind of how like one of the one of the things that inspired me a lot when I was first starting off is like watching those ciphers and like. The, they would have like people who I really liked listening to. Like I don't know if you do you ever hear of um Shizzy Six? I think he goes by Six Seconds now. I don't. He's like a YouTube guy. I used to listen to him too. But yeah, that was that was a that was an era. Yeah, I don't think they're even. I don't even think they're. A, they don't go by Team Backpack anymore. It's like World Underground. Oh dang. Yeah, interesting stuff though. It's, it's uh, it was fun. Like. It's like looking back on like the things that got me into it. I'm in a very different place now with my music. But when I think about all the things I used to watch like religiously, that's definitely one that stands out. Mm-hmm. 
dang, well, you answered like those two questions to the first two questions I had right off the bat. So this has been great. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, what were the first, what was the it second was, question? It was literally, what's your musical journey been? Because <laughs> I have no idea what oh, you've done. Oh, my musical had, journey. Yeah, I had no idea what you had done music, like, you know, like minus like everything I know had obviously had been from like Loyola Owen. So it's like, oh, I wonder what he did yeah. before any of this. <laughs> Well, I would say I, I can do like a brief summary of my musical journey because that you could do before that as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm sort of like scatterbrained with my thoughts. So uh, I guess I would say like what my first like introduction into music was kind of I played drums in my school band uh, and I would do like, I don't know. I also played in this. Um, I played in a cover band for a while um, and that mm. was pretty cool. Uh and uh so that was in like who did y'all cover like what type of cover band just like mainstream stuff like we would do like basically anything you could go from like imagine dragons to like to like uh paramore you know Mm -hmm. um it's like i'd say like indie rock i guess but like kind of more pop but yeah it was so it was cool i'm still friends with the people who i was in a band with one of my one of my good friends from there still mixes some of my songs uh and like we work on stuff together quite a bit shout out um rj wood he's a good dude and so yeah i i guess like playing drums was kind of like how i was first in music and then i just like like i was telling you before i started getting more into rap after hearing like lincoln park and i wanted to kind of i wanted to kind of like get more into that world and so i was watching all those youtube youtubers and like cypher cypher videos that i was talking about earlier and i entered this like rap contest it's called mk loves music he's like a um he was a comedian on youtube he had like i think a couple hundred thousand subscribers and he was also super into rap so he did like a bars type contest and i don't know if you ever heard of um you ever heard of token i've heard of token yeah (laughs) Yeah, he he was one of the pe- one of his first videos that blew up was through that contest. So I like watched him from there go from like doing the same thing I was to now he's like touring and you know, well not touring right this minute cuz yeah. we're in a pa- pandemic, but it's just crazy cuz I've watched I watched his career like take off right before my eyes. But anyways, yeah, so I entered like my first video I posted where I was like rapping. I was the, uh, an entry to that contest and I didn't really make it very far, but <laughs> it was uh it was just cool to like have something out there cuz like a lot of people like commented on it and were like, "Yo, this is really good. You should keep making stuff." So I kind of just did. I would try to post like a, a video every couple weeks and it would just be a video of me sitting in front of my webcam like rapping and <laughs> It, not very high quality, but it was fun. I would like remix songs and like that was kind of how I started. And then uh, as a gift, my mom bought me a mic. It was like a basic the like USB mic. Mm. So then I started recording and I was made it probably the, like... Was it the Snowball? No, no. Dang. That's like the... That's, that's the like classic. The, yeah, that's the classic. <laughs> Everyone's had their Snowball phase. But yeah. mine was a mine was a samson co1u oh i have Um, no idea what that is (laughs) yeah it's like yeah most people probably don't know what it is but it's it was pretty nice it it did the trick uh that's what you need and i 
Yeah, exactly. And I like jerry rigged the whole setup in my room, like studio imitation, like crazy, like just blankets all up in this corner. And <laughs> I had like a pop filter I made using a book cover and like some wire. I've done that. I did that with yeah. the book cover. I did that with a book cover and a hanger. But I was like, what did you do with the hell with this hanger? I'm like, it's a pop filter. <laughs> so like, okay. Yeah. And I had it like wired to the wall because it wouldn't like it wouldn't like stand up on, on its own. Yeah. You, know, you know what the worst part is that even every time I hear stories of people jerrying stuff like pop filters or anything like that, I'm like, yeah. And even the pop, functional pop filters don't work right. You got to yeah, like, force real. those motherfuckers to, to stay in the position. <laughs> I know for real. I think I had I didn't even have a mic stand. I had a uh, it was like I had my mic duct taped to a lamp post. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so that was like what i was working with but i made it work i mean it was <laughs> the real come up yeah the real come up my mixes never sounded that clean but i was just doing everything in garage band which is actually a pretty good program but yeah the it, it, it's a come up when i look back at how i started doing it it's just you know doing whatever i could to kind of just post and uh make it sound as high quality as i could i, I think i did like three mixtapes on that mic when you know mixtapes were more of a thing like you post them on datpiff and Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. yeah that so that that was kind of my early days just doing youtube competitions like the funk volume don't funk up our beats and like just a lot of YouTube. That's like my early days. And then going to uh, college, I kind of got more into using SoundCloud um, and then eventually Spotify, which is now like my main focus. But um, yeah, I I met my good friend, Max Taylor, and he introduced me to a lot of um, the music I listen to now. And we like worked really closely. We still do work closely together. Um, We just live in different states. But yeah, we did a bunch of stuff in college, like opened for Riff Raff twice. That was funny. I was there. Um, I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a fun show. Um, well, that motherfucker we, showed up late as shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was weird because it twice, we opened for him twice. The first time was absolutely popping. The second time was significantly less popping, yes. but it was still fun. <laughs> And then we, we opened for Ghost Man too. That was a crazy show. That was probably one of my favorite shows that I've done. And Young Pinch, that was cool. But yeah, so I, I did a lot of stuff with him in um, college. And um, now here I am doing the same stuff pretty much, just doing it all the time, trying to make as much money as possible. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard striking a balance between finding a like wanting to get a job that makes you consistent income and then also like knowing that you can if you really focus on like music stuff, you can make that be your full source of income. So the balance trying to get, you know, money from other things as well as just have to have capital to keep investing in music stuff. Yeah, no, it's definitely there's a there's a book that I would recommend. If you're, if you're, how, depends how much you're into reading books, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's by Jeff Goins. It's called, uh, Real Artists Don't, uh, Real Artists Don't Starve. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I, it's a very, very enjoyable book. It talks about that a lot. And it talks about how you have to, the idea of it is 
you know, artists who are successful are this. There's like a whole myth that you know, Western society and all this stuff has like romanticized being an artist. And the reality is, most of these like really people we look up to were probably like straight businessmen. And we're like, no, I'm gonna make money. That way, I can make my art. Yeah, I feel that. I have kind of a I. That is a cool way to put it because I definitely don't want to be starving. I'm. I'd say I'm very like, I'm pretty frugal with my money and I try to like save wherever I can so that I can like, you know, I never want to put myself in positions where I'm not making enough money and in the struggle because I've been there kind of and it's definitely not pleasant. I'd rather be, I kind of like try to be more calculated with my move so I don't have to be in the starving artist position. Right, right. But yeah, no, I would recommend that book. That's it. It takes uh, that view very hard, so I think you'd you'd enjoy it for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I need to start reading a new book. I uh, I've always meant to, you know, that uh, that everything you need to know about the music business book, that um, Don Passman book mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. they have you read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I've always meant to read that front to back, but I have never done the whole thing. I've just gone through sections and stuff. And, I've heard that that one's a good one to finish too. Yeah, no, nah, that one I I've d- definitely done the same. Like I did like sections. I never like read it uh, back to front, and then mm-hmm. I mean front to back, and then the basically I ended up giving it to one of my friends. And I was like, no, you'd enjoy this, and then I was like, man, I really need to get this book again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I still have it. It's still sitting in my. Uh... It's still sitting in my room somewhere. I just need to crack it open and get down to it. I just, I get so distracted. Sometimes it's hard for me to sit down and read a book for a long period of time, Mm -hmm. but I'm a big YouTube warrior. I like to look up things on YouTube and learn about them through visuals. I definitely am more of a visual learner, I would say. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm definitely, I Definitely the things that spend the time. I think that's the reason why I ended up reading like a lot of books I end up reading. They're just audiobooks, So I do other stuff or like, like while doing it or I'm like doing something like drawing or like doodling or some shit. Um, so that's one way I end up like end up reading like a shit ton of books or like listen to a shit ton of podcasts and all this because I'll listen to them on YouTube and then I'll like look at it sometimes. But it's more like uh, it is more like I realize like TV it's like learning TV. <laughs> Uh, yeah for real rather than like just having like a show or something on it's like oh no i'm gonna use youtube to like you know learn some shit i want to learn but i need that i can't like it's definitely hard to sit down to read a substantial amount of time purposely yeah for real unless it's something you are like super interested in which Mm -hmm. i mean i am super interested in the music business but you know there's there's some there's some points where you're just like, I don't know. I, I think I'm very like, uh, I think I said this before, like scatterbrained. Like it's hard for me to focus on one thing at once. Like when I'm working on music, I'll be working on like five different, I think I'm working on like, te- I have 10 different unfinished songs that I need to finish right now. And I just jump from song to song to song to song. Like, I don't know. It's I'm very like, uh, divide my attention between many different things when I work on stuff. And that, goes for reading books and watching stuff as well Mm -hmm. yeah no i i very much vibe with you on that i I don't like i don't read one book at a time i end up reading like three i'm watching like two shows at a time it's 
I, yeah. I, I can't do, I, I very much understand that, like, you need to do other things. You can't just do one thing. Like, I understand when people say that, but I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I definitely could use a little bit more focus in my life, but I've just started, when you, you mentioned watching multiple shows, I just started watching uh, Naruto from the beginning because everyone keeps telling me how good it is and how I should I should have already watched it by now and so yeah, now I'm, I'm on look man the, the moment the moment people start saying that about it I've I've I've, I've loved the anime from 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 out the womb and there's tons yeah. of shit. <laughs> and and people are just gonna complain like look you need to watch the show it's like do I really though there's other shows that I can watch <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I feel that. I've I've been trying to get. I've been getting more. Uh, I've been watching more animes lately. I there's a bunch I watched as a kid that like I forgot that I watched, and now they're kind of slowly coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I used to really like uh, Dragon Ball Z, and you know the, I guess Pokemon's considered an anime too. I watched that it a is. ton. Um, I watched. Uh, I watched this one called Case Closed. I don't even. A lot of people don't. Oh, I know. But it Case was one Closed. of those. Yeah, it's the detective. Yeah, I used to watch that a lot, but I would watch it like because I'd wake up like falling asleep on my grandma's couch, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night, and yeah. they would be like on, so I would just watch it. Mm-hmm. I've had some. I've had some of those. <laughs> some random, random ass show. It's like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, it was on like Toonami or something. Yep. But yeah, I've I've now been getting more into uh, Naruto, and I'm pretty I'm pretty into it now. Nice, nice. Naruto, Naruto's the good classic. Anime's my shit. Anime, I could talk all day about. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> nah, Naruto's one of those dope ones that's like the classic one. It's just really fucking long, dude. It's so long. I'm on the like last season of the original series, like before oh. Shippuden. Oh, but that's the best. That's like the best fights. <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> it, fights, is, it is pretty sick. It is pretty sick. Yeah, I'd say like, I don't know. I I really like Gara. He's one of my favorite characters. And Rockley, Rockley's mm-hmm. cool. Rockley's dope. Yeah, he cracks me up. He's like real good comic relief. <laughs> I also like I like Sasuke too, even oh. though he's been missing for the last few episodes. I'm uh, I'm not surprised the the rock the rock the rock kid likes Sasuke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he's a very angsty guy, but I I like his like character development. Oh no, nah, Sas- Sasuke definitely gets the what's the what's the thing? Naruto was the worst protagonist, but somehow became good. As Sasuke has the best character development and journey ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Naruto's like. I, I like Naruto as a character too, but he can be kind of like a lot. I don't know. I he gets I think better support, over time. I, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Good. It takes a lot. It's I like look, you could literally just to make things better. You could watch probably like the very like obviously try obviously not to spoil it for yourself. But it's like oh this is what he could he's going to become. Like you see a picture of it, you're like oh this is what he becomes. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Dude, I've I've already spoiled a bunch of things for myself by looking up stuff on YouTube, and I just read. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was so mad. I've I yeah. I've learned. I've definitely ruined a couple things in the plot that I wasn't supposed to learn until much later on. But a lot of it's too because. So I I really uh, I'm into like the the like YouTube community of like you know channels that do 
AMV edits. Um, yeah, I see you post those a lot. Yeah, like I work really closely with um, Idle Glance. They're they're a really cool channel. Um, they've been supporting me since for like years now, I would say. Um, and uh, I don't know if you know, like one of the bigger channels is Trash. That's mm-hmm. a pretty cool channel. Um, and uh, another one called Scroll. They've posted some of my stuff. But yeah, so I figured that I should learn more about all the different animes because I recognize some of them that they use, um, but there's a lot that I um, haven't given the time to yet that I I feel like if I'm going to be part of that community, I need to learn more about, you know, the different uh, visuals that they use and stuff like that. Well, if you ever, ever, ever need to know, I've recognized all of them, so... Oh uh, yeah, I will. I'll de- give you, I can tell you. A, yeah, I keep hearing I should watch uh, Tokyo Ghoul oh, and uh, yes. Revenge on Titan. Uh, Attack, on Attack, Titan. On Titan. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Attack well, on Titan. the 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 la- not last season. I think they're going to end up doing one more season. But the a new season of Attack on Titan is coming out right now, and so and it's apparently it's amazing. Um, yeah, I've heard that. That's a great show. So like, I've watched the first season of it, but they're like. At least with me, I literally have, like, watched anime, like I said, from the womb. Like, it's literally one of my favorite things. So I'll watch them, like, a shit ton. But when it ends up being, like, things that are coming out right right now, I try not to go on it because of that exact reason, as you point out, going on the internet and finding out fucking spoilers and shit. Oh, it's the worst. It's so the worst. I really do try to, like, wait to the end. That Like, I try to watch animes that are, like, done or basically done or no one knows, like, when the next one's going to come out. Because it it gives me some like okay I can go watch this and if something like confusing came up I can go look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I I remember. Well, I watched this. I recently watched Akira. Oh you know yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one of the ones people were telling me you've got to watch. It's this. Like, it's, it's, one it's of the, the classic. OGs. It's classic. It's yeah. literally inspired, dude. It's literally inspired more things than you realize. <laughs> That's yeah, how that's what I've heard. inspirational it is. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's like super dark, but like also, I don't know. The it, it's a crazy, it's a crazy experience. That's, it's I, a mindfuck. It's a it's a literal yeah. mindfuck. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up. There's a couple things I didn't really get at the end of it that I like. You said had to like look up to clarify. Yeah, but it's really it's a cool like it's a cool message kind of that the, there's a bunch of different messages but uh yeah. no, i mean like it inspired literally like there's 20 like i can me and my friends on a, another podcast i do um we did like a whole episode after watching it like all three of us and we we're like wow this inspired like tons of western directors this inspired basically most of anime this inspired fucking all cyberpunk this inspired fucking uh most of the like random music this inspired a shit ton of visuals and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is creepy. It's crazy how old it is yeah. and how it still seems like... It seems still like, new. <laughs> yeah, it looks and like seems new. Like you wouldn't guess it was made in the 1980s. Or, yeah. It, yeah, it's really cool. Really the, good uh, visuals too. Yeah, and like the craziest thing to me is like that it was a... It's even technically it's even older than that because it's based off of a, a manga that's... Yeah. And they went through oh, all yeah. this shit to get it, like, you know, produced because it was, like, 20... It was... Oh, he wanted to do all these crazy visuals and shit and it's, like, that requires a shit ton of money and it's, like, crazy expensive. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can imagine it must be much harder to make stuff back than it's actually animated was. And they're pretty complex. Like, I can't even imagine people having to, like, draw out all that stuff. Oh, yeah. is That's like a... If you ever want to see see a crazy story about how anime movie was made that's an actual story that that dude went through heaven and hell to make that movie and it shows really yeah <laughs> yeah i've been meaning to watch some more of those movies i i you know everyone's watched spirited away that's a good yeah. one too and uh when i was a kid i watched like my neighbor Totor- totoro totoro yeah yeah, um, yeah. you should oh you know what you would like you'd like i really like this one it's called the boy and the beast the Boy and the Beast. I haven't heard of it. You should look it up. You'd very much enjoy it. Hell yeah. What's it about? It's about this kid who he basically falls into this monster world and he grows up in a monster world and has to fight. And, you know, it's he's just a normal human. And it's actually oh, really an cool. And it's like concept. hella, it's like really cool. Like it's cool because it's like, oh, it's like a, he's being taken care of like this other monster being taken care of by this other monster that basically becomes like his father figure, like big brother figure. And it's like, oh, that's sick. it's like touching, but then also like really like cool. And it's like, Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll have to give that one a watch. I I'm, I've been, I've been so like invested in Naruto that Naruto that sucks I you in. <laughs> like spread my interests and other shows for the last like few months. Cause it's so freaking long. That that Naruto sucks you in. That's but like um, it's, it's a good show. I've been enjoying it quite a bit. The only other show that I would think that I know of that's ever like that besides Naruto is obviously the only other one running that ran like crazy and still running is One Piece. And One Piece is also a fucking crazy ass long as fuck oh, still yeah. running fucking show that will take you forever <laughs> if you ever decide to watch. I've heard One Piece is cool too. I might have to check it's really that one good. out. It's really There's good. so many I want to check out. I just like one piece is like um so you know how like we think naruto is big here mm-hmm. one piece is giant in japan no oh, i bet yeah that's crazy yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to watch that one because i see that referenced a lot too in uh the music world it's kind of cr- like the uh, like the underground soundcloud scene loves anime mm-hmm well, not even just the underground. It, I mean, ev- yes, everyone in the <laughs> hip hop and anime. There's, yeah. just, there's something there. <laughs> there's <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It, I mean, it adds a lot to the music. Sometimes, like it having the animated visual. I love like the I love the fighting AMVs. Like when people make AMVs of like battles and they use my music. That's that's so cool to me. It is interesting seeing like what kind of videos end up using have ended up using my stuff like i've seen like shoe videos like people who sell shoes use my stuff and then one of my songs got used in this like car video uh, it was like a recap which actually ended up getting like a lot of a lot of views um but it's interesting seeing like the ways different uh visual creators can like interpret people's music yeah man that's one of the things at least i like like one thing i've been getting into more um Especially, like, as you know, I got, like, really into, like, production and doing, like, the actual, like, hands-on stuff. Um, yeah. And so now that ended up me really getting into, like, production design and, like, visuals and, like, VJing and, like, doing things of, like, creating more visual stuff to music and, like, combining them both. Because I realized, I was like, wow, that's some really cool shit. Like, the uh, one person I really, really look up to, she, her name is S. Devlin. 
she just did the she's the production designer for was the production designer for the weekend's uh super bowl show oh that was crazy i watched that actually yeah i watched it this morning um because I found out that she was the production designer for it. And I was like, oh, wait, hold <laughs> up, hold up. I gotta watch this now. Because I didn't watch it yeah. when I was live because I was at work. Mm. But I was like, uh, I'll watch it eventually. And then I saw she was like, oh, I did this. I was like, oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> That's my yeah, girl. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I, I, I thought his performance was really good. And yeah, definitely. That that's cool. You're learning the uh, more like the lights and the visual aspects that go along with it. Because I have no clue how to how any of that stuff really works, like programming lights and working a turntable. You know. Oh yeah, no. Nah, I at least personally, that's one thing I am realizing. Where it's like, yeah, I because even now, like I just got a mic stand uh, yesterday, so I'm re-recording mm-hmm. music and like starting to make music again, which is really dope. Seeing as I haven't done it in like uh, years, cool. and so like, but. I'm finding a ways to like be like, oh, I can do this. Plus, do my like visual stuff and making art with it, and making visuals with it, and motion design shit with it. And it's like, oh, nice! I get to do like the best of both worlds now. This is fun as fuck. That's sick. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That it's cool that you're learning um, like all sides of the production process. Because I, I definitely don't like. I have some like base knowledge of how like studios work and you know signal flow, channels, inputs, outputs, but. I do not know much about the whole, like, putting them all together and then adding lights, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it just, people like their different things. You need, like, as you point out, you put, like, a, you have a base knowledge. You're not, like, someone who's, like, I have no idea what the fuck any of this shit is. And then yeah. you're, like, useless <laughs> to the people. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, you at the very least, it seems like, you know, you're, like, all right, I know the very basics. And then anything more, I can hire out slash get someone else to do and i don't have to worry about it yeah for sure i mean i'm sure yeah there's i'm sure there's like other programs associated with doing like light design and stuff i'm pretty familiar with like ableton logic Mm -hmm. those are my two those are my two go-tos i don't really know much about pro tools i know that it's like the industry standard so they say but to me it's kind of clunky i uh no hate to people who like pro tools it's every DAW has its advantages and disadvantages but i really like logic and then ableton for production yeah no i just got ableton because i had planning on getting it like forever and i was like i'm gonna get it on this black friday sale and then i got it and then so that has been like really fun that's tight you didn't have it what did you usually use before so before i used to rip uh good old uh fl studio uh torrent not torrent uh if if the time still passes i don't know whether i stopped using that you know i may or may not have done that you know for legal reasons uh yeah. but uh i used to use fl studio yeah. <laughs> uh and um and then like you know once i got to loyola <laughs> you realize what i said huh <laughs> uh, once i got to loyola um I legally got pro tools um and uh i used pro tools for a bit and then now, like I said, I got Ableton. I use Logic for I use Logic also at like uh, Loyola, and now actually I use this. Um, like I said, I use Ableton, and now I use this doll actually uh, called uh, Reaper. Oh, cool! And it's literally just it reminds me a lot of Pro Tools, and so it's very similar, mm-hmm. but it's not the you know, it's not uh, the thousand dollars worth of money name brand thing. It's literally oh. It works the exact same. The things are moved around a little bit differently, but it does the job, and that's sixty dollars. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty that that's pretty good. I mean, 60 bucks for a whole program. Yeah, this was like it's basically the same. I can do all the same stuff. I can use all my I use uh you know, waves and isotope stuff. I don't even use like most of the stock stuff anyway in the beginning. Yeah. So it's like one of those things of like, oh, I just really needed a DAW that was more like multi-track recording. And then I use mm -hmm. like Ableton for like production and stuff. Well, waves, the, I love the waves plugins. Waves mm -hmm. plugins are my favorite. I haven't dabbled much with isotopes, but props to you for learning Pro Tools because I, I don't know, there's something about it I just can't. Like I've, I've, experimented with it but i've never really been comfortable with it yeah i mean it was definitely one of those that's one of those times where i go like i think which is a dude i do need to get on here anyway um he he taught me pro tools my freshman year and he really really knew it and so i was like okay i know the very basics and he was able to teach me like my way around it that i was like okay i can understand pro tools better than the average person uh yeah mostly because someone who knows how to use it taught me not even because I uh went and not went through a lot of effort. It's like, nah, this person knows how to use it. And he was like, nah, this is what you need to know. You don't need to know any of this crap. This other stuff you can look up. Oh, well, that's cool. That's good you had someone to like show you because I, I definitely probably could have learned if I applied myself more. But I don't know. It's something that, well, you can't, you have to, don't you have to bounce stems like individually? You have to do like stem by stem you can't like bounce them all at yeah. once i feel like that was one of the issues i had with it yeah it's definitely not intuitive like you might like reaper because you can do it um i think you can do stem by stem on reaper but uh but it is definitely like that like pro tools is not is not made for the 20 the 21st century <laughs> like completely yeah it, it needs to be pulled in a little bit more it's like a little bit but there's still some things there where it's like no nah, you you need you are basically the industry standard and you have a and you have the brand name and if you did not have that yeah you will you wouldn't be worth the price you are yeah for sure because it's expensive as hell definitely but yeah uh one well three left i guess uh one what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten like in general mm, Life, best piece of advice i've ever got Oh, okay. Okay. This is one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes from uh, Billy O'Connell. Oh you my know, God. You remember? He's been on here. Oh, He's been on here. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, one thing that I always remember is like, he said, um, cause I, I personally struggle with like a lot of perfectionism and like mm -hmm. just making sure everything's perfect, not wanting to post stuff because it's not like the mix isn't completely pristine or like, right. I don't know. Um, he said, like, you only release something so that you can release something better after it. And that creativity, it shouldn't be like a trickling faucet. It should be more like a powerful fire hose. Like, and those two things kind of resonate with me because it's like, yeah, why am I focusing so much on this one song when the only reason I'm going to post it is because... All right, like the only reason I'm going to put it out is so that I can, you know, make something better in the future. And I mean, that thinking that way has kind of helped me with my productivity um, and like not focusing too much on one song that I need to make perfect. Because like, if you think about it, like so many hit songs have been made by accident, like, you know, songs blow up and songs blow up for no reason and uh, not no reason, but like half the time people who make a song that blows up they aren't expecting it to necessarily blow up so why why would i like you know get caught in my own head about a song when i could 
really be making something that, you know, a hundred thousand other people are like, why were you so caught up on this? It sounds great the way it is. So yeah, I guess that that's one of the pieces of advice is, you know, don't hold things back. Um, because the only reason you put something out is so that you can better yourself and put something better out in the future. Nice. Yeah, no. Like the just so FYI, like the 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 audience of this of this uh of this podcast so far is basically twenty five and under, and like two to three maybe older <laughs> people. Hey. So this is hey. you know this is all of us you know in this together slash giving each other advice and you know inspiring people. Yeah, for sure. I, there's there's a bunch of other quotes from that guy Billy that I'll remember from his classes, but that was those were two that really stood out to me and kind of I remember on a daily basis because I know not only myself but many other music people are super perfectionist and I think it's important to realize that you know you're caught in your own head of what's perfect and what's not and you know the audience who you're trying to appeal to isn't necessarily thinking about whether or not the vocals are EQ'd to perfection or you know (laughs) yeah definitely two more uh one is let you ask a question. Do you have a question? Slash, you get to ask a question of me. Let's see. Yeah. Um, let me think. Um, what uh, what inspired you to get into music and want to get uh, into the music industry? Uh, what got me inspired? Well, I would say, well, realistically, well, there's, there's, there's two things. All right. All right. There's, 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 there's like the, 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 all right, good side. And it's like, yeah, I was inspired to do stuff. And then there's like the, you know, the shit guy side, um, side of it. Um, the shit guy side is in middle school. Uh, I was like, I would listen to like certain music. I was like, I can write music for this girl. Um, (laughs) and so I used to try to write music. I used to write, try to write songs. And then my older brother told me, he was like, and my the songs I wrote were like real crap. They was like no, like because I was into music because I played music. I went to an art school, so I had picked up instruments here and there. Like I play saxophone yeah. and flute. Um, oh, that's cool. And learning ukulele. Hey. Yeah, I uh, love my fucking ukulele. Um, and so <laughs> I, but I didn't like have like that rhythm of like speaking words. But I was really into like poetry and shit. And so my brother was like, "Yo, if you rap, it they will they will rhyme." And you'll be able to sing them correctly. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, you're right. Cause that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. And so I basically just got way, way more into like hip hop and then got into like SoundCloud and like that pop hip, like pop hip hop thing. And I was like, okay, let me get into these people who are like kind of big pop music, kind of big hip hop music. And like, and then just more and more got into like that type of stuff. And then I just ended up, um, actually one of my friends who was on here, um, he you've you've tons of our fr- people you know have worked with him i don't know his name is well he, his name is chad roby he goes by 40 mid, or did go by 40 mid oh cool yeah i feel like i've heard of that yeah he's guy. he's literally best friend high school person who got me into music literally we like was the dude who gave me the did not did not did not might have given me the link to the uh fl studio um oh, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> study hall man study hall um <laughs> but not nah, like and then he was like yo you should you should try this you should make music because he saw me like trying to write music and stuff and he's like you should try to make your own mm-hmm. music and then from there it was that started making music ended up doing my own stuff putting it on soundcloud and then kept going through that within engineering and from there it just kind of 
you know, ha- it just kind of collapsed on itself. Just kept going, you know. Yeah, that's tight. That that that's a cool, that's a cool startup story. Start with writing poems and uh, then get into rap. I I don't think I really wrote too many poems before. Uh, I ended up starting uh, making. I think that came like after I started writing like rap songs. Um, that, oh, yeah. That's pretty interesting. It's cool to hear where you where you got your inspiration from. Oh no, nah, man, I'm a hella romantic. Uh, I <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this girl, she's gonna think I'm dope when I write this song. Did little did I know that well, did, uh, that did not happen. Yeah, <laughs> it never does happen that way, does it? Nope. <laughs> it I used. I used to actually I for this that just brought back a memory of mine. I used to write like parody songs. Oh, like yes. when I was young, I I was into like Weird Al. Oh, like I, I love Weird was, Al. Like, the funniest thing ever. Yeah, dude, I thought he was like the funniest the funniest guy ever. And so I would write like I would take like rap songs like I don't know. I wrote one to like Snapbacks back. You remember that mm-hmm. Tiger song? Yes. I made Snapbacks I made back. some sort of parody. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I made like a parody to one of his songs and then like it was so stupid. I would just like rap with my friends and they would laugh. And I made one to like Nike's on my feet, that Mac Miller song. Yeah. It was so clown looking back on it, but yeah, that just reminded me that I used to do like parodies. That was like the first like raps I wrote were like joke songs because I couldn't take myself seriously at first. Mm -hmm. And then and then like I showed them one to someone and they were like Yo, this is actually pretty hard, dude. Right? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, dude. Like, you should record this. And it was probably kind of. Oh, I remember I did a Watsky song. I, oh, I, I, like, I know Watsky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you remember Watsky? Yeah. Uh, so that that's funny. That just reminded me of that. That was like my first raps that I wrote before like posting anything on YouTube. It was like I would just take beats and write songs that are kind of similar to them, but with different words. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah no nah, that was um yeah looking back to me that's one of those like i recently just went back and listened to like old music because i like i said didn't i was like you know what let me go actually listen to my music because i hadn't listened to my music in literally years and i was like this isn't that bad i work with people worse way worse worse than this and they were like 18 yeah. 19 and 20 and older but then like even looking yeah. back i was like this is really this is really funny when you when you're making stuff and you as a person you're like this is probably not as good. You show it to someone, they're like, nah, man, this is actually kind of like, it's not great, but it's actually kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Shout out the homies who were hyping me up back in the day that, that really got me, uh, the confidence to even start posting stuff in the first place, even though it wasn't that good, like, you know, good enough. Yeah. It wasn't look, man, that, that, that I will say is one of the reasons why I have started re-getting back into making my own music is definitely the confidence I have gotten from working with people who is not, who are not as good and being like, yeah, yeah. I can do better than you. <laughs> yep. Nope. never mind. Yeah, for sure. It, it get, gives a little perspective that you need sometimes. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Last question. This is the big one. What are you grateful for? Whew, what am I grateful for? All right. Um, well, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Um, I'm grateful that I got the chance to move to New Orleans and um, spend four years in a really nice uh, college and city. Um, I think I wouldn't be nearly where I am today if it wasn't for like all the people I met in college uh, and like all my friends. Um, And I'm really grateful that I get the chance to, you know, monetize my passion 
option. I think it's hard for a lot of people to even like make anything off of their like music talents. And so I'm grateful that I'm in a place where I can somewhat support myself off of uh, what I do. And, um, you know, the numbers are growing, so it's, I don't feel like I'm plateauing. Uh, And yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for a lot of the people in my life. My family um, has always been super supportive of, um, everything I've done music wise. Um, and yeah, just, uh, just the relationships I've made, um, as well as still having the drive and passion to like try to innovate and make new, um, music and yeah, grateful for a lot of things. Um, but I would say primarily like my friends and family who have helped me a lot along the way. I mean, I wouldn't even be into like making music if my friends in the first place didn't say, yo, dude, like you should, you should post this. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, you got to You got to post this somewhere. So, um, yeah, I'd say like the relationships that I've made are the things I'm most grateful for. Nice. Nice. Well, it has been nice having you on my dude. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Where, where, where can people reach out to you? Say hi, listen to your music, and all those things. Social media, and such. Uh, I post all, all, all my stuff is on SoundCloud. Um, all my stuff is on Spotify. It's all on YouTube. Pretty much any streaming service you can find the majority of my stuff. My SoundCloud has some of my older gems. So if you scroll way far back, you can kind of hear back when I was making the pop rap type stuff. The progression. Uh, Yeah, you can see the progression best on SoundCloud. Um, And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I answer just about every message. And I love to hear when people either enjoy my stuff or want to use it for anything or creative wise. Um, And I'm happy just to talk to any other creatives and exchange ideas and influences. So yeah, Instagram DMs is usually the best place to reach me. Well, there you go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Go subscribe, share with a friend, reach out, do those things, and uh, have a good one. Goodbye. Goodbye.